Hello, Namaste. I welcome you all to the 94th session of Guru Bodha. I welcome you all to this session and on behalf of all of us students, I cordially welcome Dr. Guruja sir to this session. I cordially welcome Dr. Raghuram sir also to this session. Good evening and Namaste sir. This session is brought to you by uh, easyayurudha.com. I dedicate this and all of my works to the holy feet of Dr. H. Chandrasekhar Udupa. This class is made live exclusively available to easyayurudha.com. A weekly class subscribers weekly class subscribers not only get this uh, guru bodha session they also get gurukula session and also the saturday sessions uh, also that is three hours a week if you are interested please go to easyayurudha.com slash video dash classes dr guruja sir runs development care ayurudha center in shumaga to get guidance from for from him for on case-to-case -case basis or you know or for consultation as well please go to easyayurudha.com slash guru raja dr ragram sir is chief content officer at easyayurudha.com to consult him for case-to-case basis or uh, for patient guidance please go to easyadha.com slash raghuram so shravanamasa shukla paksha panchami in which we also celebrate the festival of naga panchami the vasuki god that we that we bow down to and do puja of that also happens to be the jayanti or birthday of acharya charaka so no Acharya Charaka, no Ayurveda, so very important. First, let me go to Guraja sir. Guraja sir, what does Charaka mean to you and in terms of science of Ayurveda and uh, the, uh, your practice, everything? Regarding Acharya Charaka, he is uh, ultimate to me even in practice because the work and the contribution to Ayurveda by Acharya Charaka is immense and uh, we are not a people to judge them or analyze them. No, we are not of that caliber. Whatever their contribution to Ayurveda is uh, totally immense and it is uh, unbelievable and beyond our imaginations. Whatever they have said here, many times I and uh, while reading the Charaka, I come to know that everywhere Acharya Charaka has just given what should be done. How it should be done. But do you think that it has been just as a statement made? No. Before that, they analyzed those concepts and those evidences as well as the incidences and very elaborately they understood. They might have also done some errors and all those things. Then ultimately, what as a gist? They got it as a cream of that total protocol. Then they have given only that for us. He never given, uh, no. Mm, something like which is uh, if you do like this is going to that way this way no he is uh, very clearly guiding each and every way that you need to do this one in this condition this should not be done because it's going to cause you harm so very clearly path has been laid down how we need to practice or how we need to give our services to the suffering human personality so all these things very clearly laid down and no, just imagine when there was no such present-day gadgets like that, Acharyas have observed so many micro as well as so many macro events inside the body, even outside the body, even the atmosphere, so many varieties of plants and their maturation time, what is the Rasaguna Viravipaka, how they behave in that, in which condition they can be used, and what are the Ahara, what is the Vihara, Vishara, everything, everything, it's immense. You cannot see just simply by saying some words or some phrases or sentences, you cannot describe Acharya Charaka. Acharya Charaka is a totality in himself, and he is a master in Kaya Chikitsa and related activities and aspects of uh, Ayurveda and uh, definitely uh, every day just like Deva Danvantri, what we, whom we remember and uh, we bow down 
every day similarly acharya charaka is also pracha smarniya something like that so we cannot simply take his name or references with so lightly because he is an authoritative person in ayurveda and he has his contribution is totally takes somebody's lifetime to achieve it and of course in never in our lifetime also we cannot even totally understand what acharya charaka has meant in his treatises such a vast information being fed to us with such a beautiful narration and it is something like that data of so many gigabytes given cost us and we are using them and i should reach uh, out to acharya for their uh, immense contribution and definitely they have made impact in our lives also and he being in a role model how he has to do practice and everything what not is that's why acharya has said in the last chapter he has uh, collectively written this based on the shilong chivrutti just by picking the good things from everywhere he has accumulated and he has kept there and very clearly he claims that whatever is available outside everything is available here and something which is not available here you don't find anywhere uh, such a beautiful uh, comment given by acharya and definitely we should all remember day in and day out acharya charaka very well uh, sir sir uh, probably one of the greatest tributes to acharya charaka ji now let me call in dr ragaram sir charaka to chikitsa it's explained there is no no one beyond acharya charaka for the treatment uh, especially for kai chikitsa when we were doing post graduation i see i had not seen ragaram sir without charaka in his hand and you know, we usually study charaka samhita as part of for curriculum then we go and study a little bit of chakrapani for uh, in understanding the chakrapani sanskritika where we feel concepts are a little bit complex but agram sir was Uh, also referring to a lot of uh, uh, you know other commentaries i think jjeta he was also referring so regular sir what does charaka mean to you uh, charaka definitely is a word of emotion for me already so he is everything for us uh, in ayurveda so many people who are not even related to ayurveda also have read charaka samhita try to explore charaka samhita and uh, the curiosity is there to know what is there in charaka and uh, what we can go in between the lines and understand such for me as uh, dr habar sir has rightly said it's always been a emotion uh, just like uh, at the beginning i said is uh, here with and the guru goda guru kula habar sir and guruj sir all our emotions uh, so related to uh, what work we have been collectively doing and charaka pops up regularly in our activities because we are in uh, the academics and also the practice see it writing the articles for is here with acharya uh, charaka's reference comes so this has become a daily regimen like dinacharya uh, rutucharya everything everywhere uh, charaka is like wifi surrounding us so without charaka we can't even imagine uh, our lives especially in ayurveda so that, that's uh, that's been an emotion as habar uh, sir rightly said uh, charaka for me is utmost devotion utmost uh, respect reverence and also an emotion so even uh, just now i have been reading the only thing is i have been reading the our easier with charaka samhita so for all for all of you again so this is uh, everybody knows easy ayurveda charaka samhita has also come in four volumes comprehensively covering easy language that we always do thanks to habar sir again for uh, getting those books out for the ayurveda enthusiasts and also ayurveda students teachers everybody so i've been reading that uh, right now one of my gurus uh, was uh, telling if we pick a shloka from charaka samhita and distribute it to everybody in the world and ask them to submit its meaning after 24 hours we will get so many million different replies answers so like a single question related to charaka samhita from any chapter 
So if it is distributed to many people, maybe Ayurveda scholars itself, we will filter out that uh, group in the world and ask them to give meaning to that particular sloka in their own way. We will get so many million meanings. That is the beauty of Charaka Samhita, one of our Guru used to tell. So like Charaka Samhita, uh, each and every verse, it gives a magnification of thoughts and thought processes within us, which enables us to think in various perspectives. Though the sloka may be the same, my interpretation, Ebersa's interpretation, Gurajasa's interpretation of the same will carry a different message, will carry a different thought process. Though the soul is the same, so when we try to convey it, we can it with different emotions and different thought processes. That is the beauty of Charaka. So many times, even I have experienced uh, uh, while reading uh, Charaka Samhita, even uh, it is one of my uh, one of the best things I carry in my luggage. Whenever I travel, I am a voracious reader. I read many things other than Ayurveda also. One of the books which I carry will be Charaka Samhita always. Mm -hmm. I even realized after one of my gurus said, how uh, reading the same shloka after one month or after one year gives a different ideology totally. So this is also in sync with the maturity as we grow up, uh, as I grew up from my student face to the teacher's face and then coming to Vizia Ayurveda here uh, and enjoying uh, every bit of uh, Ayurveda work. I've realized that uh, the transformation of knowledge or the transition of the knowledge from the student life to till today has been quite different. The same slokas I had understood long back. Now when I sit to read them, so I understand it with a more mature level. So the more and more you read Charaka, the more and more you uh, understand it in a better way, in a different way, with a different interpretation. And that knowledge definitely will be translated into uh, the clinical knowledge. I also dedicate uh, this particular episode and tomorrow's uh, Charaka Jayanti uh, to one of the persons who was known as uh, a walking Charaka. So like uh, Charaka on the fingertips, uh, our uh, honorable Vidyasen uh, Oja sir. So once uh, he had mentioned me on a phone call. So I think that was the last phone call before we uh, lost that person. So that uh, Jamafa person of Ayurveda. So he said that one day I want to come to Bangalore, sit with you read Charaka Samhita with you and rewrite Charaka Samhita in the easiest possible way. So where it reaches people in the easiest way and it shouldn't be difficult. You know that Charaka Samhita has 120 chapters and it's not very easy to understand because as I said, every reading gives a different experience of uh, reading the Charaka Samhita or uh, understanding the Charaka Samhita. He said we will make it in a simplified way. So that dream of SNO sir, I think, has been left over. So as uh, what? As a point of ignition somewhere, even in my soul. And uh, if we collectively from Vizier, uh, whether we already have Charaka Samhita, if we can bring the simplest form of, that is also my dream and Hebersa's dream, Gurajasar's dream also, and all gurus associated with Vizier, whether to bring the simplest and easiest forms of Samhitas mm -hmm. so that everybody will be the future generations will be benefited uh, reading those samhitas, understanding them in the simplest possible way. And uh, Ojasar also had a dream of making Charaka as a clinical-oriented uh, translation. So if we bring translation and transliterations in future, we will make it clinical-friendly. So, uh, friends, when you see many of the formulations which are available in the market, so the medicines from different pharmacies, the reference will be given from where the formulation has been prepared. We don't see Charaka Samhita reference on many of the bottles or the packs of the medicine. Why? So this is a point for it another day for uh, to discuss. But Charaka, as Gurdasa sir also said in the intro and the Hebar sir also said, without Charaka there is nothing. Charaka was the basic foundation for many 
other samhitas to come up we can see that guru shishya parampara uh, introduced in charaka samhita the discussions between the gurus and shishyas different concepts and arguments and also difference of opinions summing up to the common conclusion the guru will give a common conclusion so such is a beauty of uh, charaka samhita so if we can make that easier and easier and easier for the next generation it is not only our task but also the task future generation they should join hands in making uh, charaka samhita not only charaka sushruta work but everything is that made in the simplest possible way to understand and if they are brought into the practice that will be ultimate tribute to charaka samhita esanoja sir's vision was that let us make charaka samhita a practice oriented ask him anything about any uh, topic or any complicated uh, condition he was also doing uh, his ultimate research in cardiac medicine at the time of his de- uh, demise that is also left over for ayurveda his immense knowledge of cardiology and uh, so he has resigned an important job as a principal of an institution and has joined a research team in fact he has made his own research team to make medicines for heart conditions different heart conditions that work was also his shishya parampara is continuing that but his vision was that and basic references were taken from charaka samhita wherever our thought processes did not expand oja sir's thoughts used to expand at that particular point and he used to tell uh, me uh, raguram we have to do uh, much more for uh, charaka so our uh, charaka has contributed a lot and our contribution towards charaka should also be immense so even uh, before i breathe last that is my vision he has said so let us keep this dream of oja sir as uh, the point of ignition so without that flame coming off is all put our efforts to give a different dimension as uh, duraja sir rightly pointed at the beginning of his talk that we are nothing or we are no one to talk about uh, masters like uh, charaka uh, sushruta uh, uh, vagbata their contribute their contribution is immense and that is considered as after what we can try is if we can give the different versions simplified versions of the same to the further generation it is not spoon feeding it is making the things understandable so students should not feel that i should read charaka samhita for examination purpose by heart the shlokas go and write there in the examination and get good marks in charaka samhita or kai chikitsa no the main vision should be how we shall bring charaka samhita principles not only medicines the principles are abundant oceanic proportions the principles in charaka samhita so those principles if they are brought into clinical practice i think it will be the best way so even when i am looking at a patient or towards a student while discussing a particular topic my vision will be towards charaka it is not disrespecting sushruta or vagbata or any other uh, a teachers of ayurveda but charaka's contribution is, is so much immense that various threads have developed from charaka samhita leading to the uh, many samhita second day, uh, talk the whole day uh, but uh, i would like to take an emotional break from the world charaka and also charaka samhita uh, so that uh, we get equal opportunity of uh, discussing more and more about uh, charaka uh, thank you ever sir for giving me this a uh, small time to speak about charaka so this was not an introduction of charaka this is this was my feel how i fe- always felt connected to charaka from many yugas so that is what uh, i always felt so that's a very very sw- uh, sweet emotion for me as long as just like ayurveda so charaka uh, itself is uh, the word charaka itself is uh, one more thing i just wanted to conclude before uh, my talk on uh, charaka so charaka basically means to wander chara the word chara in charaka is to wander to roam around and to go to various places it is also believed that the person got a name charaka because going to the history of charaka there are different theories the time period of charaka is also variable 
so we get an idea that the person used to wander to many places in search of knowledge so this is what he teaches us today's google is that day's charaka so google is a search engine go and type anything so artificial intelligence already shows what you want to search on the search engine so that is charaka everything gurajasa rightly said what you find in charaka you will not find it anywhere so like uh, whatever is there in charaka that is that is the limit so it's not a all of egoism so on the part of charaka it was not a statement of egoism he wanted to tell that this is a summary so charaka samhita is also not charaka's own it is an agnivesha samhita which has been uh, redacted into charaka samhita so it is the work of so many scholars the atreya sampradaya coming together and slowly the things have uh, been summed up and edited and re-edited and redacted and finally came into the book what we are reading that person charaka whoever it was he wandered so that gives us a basic idea wander so we are wanderer in search of knowledge not only google go to different gurus okay yesterday when uh, hebbar sir posted in uh, easy ayurveda group that we are starting ayurveda hospital i saw the responses very good responses from good souls we are very eager to come to out of from out of india we are eager to come to india to the hospital and learn that is wandering okay so that is going in search of knowledge knowledge will never come in search of us we need to go in search of the knowledge be it easy ayurveda hospital or charaka samhita or whatever it is there coming there and learning at the place where we can tap the knowledge is the best way to learn anything and i was really happy seeing so many uh, so much of responses wishes and blessings for easy ayurveda are easy ayurveda hospital which is about to come in october so that is uh, again a fantastic news and all uh, credits and also what i can tell again hebbar uh, sir for even visualizing that particular thought and uh, magnifying it into a reality which will come in front of our eyes on uh, 22nd october so this is not an advertisement of the hospital uh, uh, the concept was the learning so where so we it's not only hospital it is also an institution which we are making for people to come and learn providing internship for Uh, students from within india and outside india so that will be a learning process practice and learning blending together so maybe the first of its kind many varieties of learning sources will be found in easier with the hospital at mangaluru so uh, that is one thing so charaka was a wanderer and he learned i always tell my students charaka sushruta and vagbata are the trilogy like uh, the chronology which has been mentioned always in the brahat prayi the greater trio charaka wander and learn sushruta hear and learn have patience clearing vagbata and only after wandering and listening properly carefully with focus you will get the authority to speak vagbata walk you will get the authority to speak authority to teach and authority to preach ayurveda so uh, my big salutes not only to charaka but also to the brahat prey lagutre and all the acharyas of uh, uh, ayurveda so including uh, our uh, guruji sir the acharya of uh, gurugoda and uh, hebbar sir the visionary of easy ayurveda salutes to all the other teachers here namaste Thank you there for a detailed elaboration, sir. And uh, speaking of this wandering, I've seen like uh, many Ayurveda students who have succeeded clinically. It could be, say, Joseph that we know who, is, who has done our Marma course with us. He has been to Coimbatore and he will go practically wherever there is source of knowledge, he'll go and learn. And then there is a famous uh, guy called Dr. Rajesh Bayeri, he's a junior. He also practically goes wherever there is knowledge, he will go and learn. And in our ECR, the family itself, um, there are many foreigners uh, who on Saturdays, they work through the five days with their software or banking or any other. 
their work that they're do doing and on saturdays they will take the car and drive for four hours five hours go to the ayurveda school or college and spend saturdays and sundays they're learning and come back by sunday night and then they again go back to their routine work just the passion for ayurveda and doing anything and going everywhere everywhere for the sake of learning is probably the reason why, why ayurveda is thriving and uh, one uh, note for this bms students in india is that whenever i deliver a lecture i mean this has been told many times whenever we deliver a lecture on anything the number of questions that come from the students group is almost always zero so there's just they just students just take what we speak and that's it but you know if if we tell the same thing to a an eager non ayurvedic person it that person may be from within india or outside india doesn't matter so non ayurvedic person he will he will have like thousand questions like how it is and how to practically apply it and this and that so many different questions probably that keenness and all we have to cultivate and uh, as days progress ayurveda is not just the intellectual property of the ayurveda student community of india it is spreading to non ayurveda people also and many books many resources are there for any common people to learn remember even the even the olden days also ayurveda was just not not limited to a medical science there, there was tradition and practice of uh, chanting ashtangadam shlokas even probably before that charaka and sushrutas also i am very sure that these shlokas were chanted every day in the household even today in many households ashtangadam shlokas are chanted every day as part of the puja and the religious bhajans and so on and so forth so one one of the very important uh, shlokas that i found out and guruja sir has mentioned many a times he is probably the most important of all the shlokas for ayurveda students world over so, uh, this is from uh, charak samhita 20th chapter so this shloka says rogamadav parikshita tato anantaram aushadam ततः कर्म हिस्ट्री सो फर्स्ट रोग माधो परीक्षित फर्स्ट वी नीड टू अंडरस्टैंड इज बेसिक कॉन्सेप्ट लाइक इज प्रकृति is vikruti lakshana dosha dushya and what may be the possible causes then all related to such things like darshana sparshana prashnaicha parikshetcha roginam all these aspects once everything is established then only we can 
come to a conclusion that this is a disease then comes what should be done for that we need to once again understand how first thing has to be tackled first for everything usually typical concepts are there vata is the one which is yogavahi in nature which with kapha can create diseases with pitta can create diseases by enhancing their activities that is very typically a nature of vata so that we need to understand and we need to stabilize the vata for a time being in any of the diseases many times it is said first control the vata then other things to be approached so all these concepts to be taken in care once we read all these things from the concepts the other parties understanding a disease in a given set of timing and given set of a condition once it is established then according to the breaking down of these things through the principles we need to approach to a condition where after that we can take the help of present day all the parameters of uh, even the, including the laboratory help as well as imaging techniques there is no harm because cheraka has very clearly said let the um, things come from every direction let it be thing and whatever i have said here in a sukshma riti the same thing is available outside in maybe much elaborated maybe sometimes even the small uh, in a subtle way so all these things needs to be understood first then comes the which is the best drug to be used in this condition or which is the best yoga to be used which one should be given first how to improve the um, many times i have observed that when a patient is there straight away they will go for sir shodhana shodhana we will do shodhana we need to understand why shodhana has to be done in every case first thing you try to establish there is a bahudosha avastha once there is a bahudosha avastha then only you go for the proper shodhana and now we have got in such a way that with the compromised uh, principles many attempts entire shodhana process in a what way it has to go it has been shortened three day shodhana five day shodhana like that they have shortened it and that hurrying of or shortening of the shodhana is not going to yield the desired results the people are in the gut that we don't want to take the kashaya we don't want to take the taila we don't want to apply this one but we should want to have a, a best result out of that so this is what the mentality of the patient as well as the doctors are the doctors first we need to stick on to the principles this is the relevant principle in this condition this has to be done in the same way there is no compromising then you definitely you will get the results after all these things trying to break up the samprapti then use appropriate combinations and the drugs accordingly improve the agni establish the dosha samyutta improve the bala then later on add on the rasayanas so like this is the better way of handling the condition these to be done in this fashion and if it is followed in this fashion by considering the desha kala agni vaya and four uh, symptoms straight away jumping into a conclusion and a diagnosis and uh, putting some medicine for that for me i may not be having special time to also special need in her in you also in her in next patient there is uh, op is uh, crowded so that in that of things also there in that by out of um, practice and experience a doctor a very qualified doctor may pick up the and initiate it for a time being or a temporary manner for three days or five days and by the time you can have the timing i mean uh, go for the detailed analysis of the case and go with the full fledged your protocol of treatment this can also be done but thing is it has to be gone go in direction that roma alopecia the first thing is to establish the roga or disease once you understand disease very well then you can try to bring out the concepts as well as drugs how to break up the sampraapa very well explained sir i mean i must admit i also sometimes from come, coming from bhaisya kalpana background i just think as soon as i hear patient complaining about the symptoms i just 
think about medicines first, then I mean, I, I restrain myself and think about the Samprapti a little more deeply and all. So interestingly, in, in that, he says that uh, in the second sloka, let me bring Raghuram sir here. Yastu rogam avijnaya karmani arabate bishak api aushadam vidhanajastasya siddhir yadrichaya. Yadricha means like by chance or by luck. Raghuram sir, please. Absolutely, sir. Guruji uh, sir rightly summed up the first uh, portion of uh, the shloka. So this is, uh, this continues like that. Diagnosis is very important, first of all, to find out uh, what exactly the person is uh, suffering. So I like uh, what uh, disclaimer we give in Easy Ayurveda, so for uh, even online consultation. So like this is not the best uh, way to consult a doctor. So this, this, this may be the second best way. So because you are not able to meet the doctor in person, so that is why the online consultation, email consultations to help the patient or a suffering person to an extent. So we may not be able to diagnose slowly or to the perfect uh, point as we want it to be done while doing the online consultation. We cannot give 100% justice uh, to... Uh, so because uh, Ashtasthana Pariksha, be it Nadi, Malamutra, so everything, the Shabdas, Pasha, Prakruti, so many aspects have been uh, mentioned. So there is Roga Pariksha and Rogi Pariksha. When we go to the examination, it's of two kinds. Like first one will be the examination of the disease itself. So that comes under the diagnosis. After that, examination of the patient. So the uh, subject. So after comprehensively understanding the disease through the Nidana Panchaka, Nidana Pragrupa, Rupa, Upashaya and Samprapti, and then conducting a thorough examination on the patient, be it Trivida, so, so many types of even Dashavida Pariksha, so many types of Parikshas have been uh, mentioned in Ayurveda. So, at that particular point of time, whether we are seeing the patient in OPD or IP, at, at what level we are seeing the patient, depending on that, so what is uh, our practice, so what is uh, to what we have been uh, trained to or do very often, we can adapt similar methodologies, but ultimately what is important is to at least come to a possible diagnosis and uh, after that only the treatment uh, protocol can be uh, planned so that is very important if the treatment so on the contrary let's see if the disease is not diagnosed it is just like shooting an arrow in the dark it may hit edrucha as Hebasar rightly mentioned you may get success once twice thrice four times by chance and if you are lucky enough so lucky physicians what we can call it as so they, see we have samana siddhanta and also vishesh siddhanta we have been speaking about this in ayurveda very often samana siddhanta is a preconception that whichever patient the premier patient comes i will treat with this one two three four five medicines i have in my rack and I will pick one among them and give or two, three combinations and I will give to all the patients. It may not work. It may work one, two, three, four, five times, sixth time, seventh time, eighth time, it may fail. Uh, why? Because here we have failed to understand the story of the disease. Very important is the story of the disease. The disease wants to tell some story. We need to know right from the point of initiation to the development and to the conclusion of the disease. Just like we watch a movie, we are satisfied only after watching it from the first scene to the climax, to the end, and also the progression in between. So just like that, some property of a disease or the pathogenesis of a disease is a story of a disease which the disease wants to tell through the patient. The patient will tell, I'm having this, this and this, all the complaints right from the beginning. As a physician, you need to sit with the patient. Very important, dedicate your time, space, 
and also the total focus towards the patient. Thorough history taking is always uh, the key for success of clinical diagnosis. Any simple clue missed out may be uh, a very important medicine formulation or uh, a therapy missed out. So we don't want to do that in our clinical practice. So when the best approach will be spend time and understand the story of the disease understand the story of the patient okay so the patient is the victim here understand the story take it thorough so through the story itself we will understand how did it start when did it start all those uh, conditions like a person can present with uh, a headache or some cardiac condition heart condition or respiratory uh, condition many of the times we have seen if we directly give one shot treatment like the person is feeling breathless or short of breath if we the first ideology which goes there is shwasa so difficulty in uh, breathing so we will be in a compulsion to pick some formulations which are mentioned in the shwasa prakarana so that is the treatment of uh, short of breath or breathlessness or dyspnea or many respiratory conditions have been explained in shwasa so we are often tempted to take the medicines from there and give it to the patient. That saves time much. So if x is equal to y, y is equal to z, x is equal to z, simple mathematics we try to apply. Many times this mathematics doesn't work. Many medicines given, many uh, therapies given will not work. Why? Because the shwasa, the difficulty in breathing may be due to a lung condition, may be due to a heart condition, may be due to anemia maybe due to a liver condition, maybe due to severe stress, maybe due to some abdominal condition, dehydration, anything. Until and unless we know the culprit which is causing that particular incident, it will be only a guesswork. So anything done on the guesswork, this uh, sloka what Emerson pointed out, will tell if you are not diagnosing it disease properly and still trying to give uh, treatment, so you're not doing fair justice to the patient and you cannot eradicate a disease. Even if you do so, it will be by chance, by luck, a few times. It may not happen every time, but a physician who understands the story of the disease and the story of the disease will be able to reach to proper conclusions and give the treatment. Otherwise, people also have a myth or a wrong understanding that Ayurveda does not have complications. Ayurveda doesn't have complications. Why not? We can generate a lot of complications. Chikitsa Chatushpada. So we have four limbs of treatment. A physician that is a health provider, health seeker that is the patient, the medicines and diet which comes in the aushadi, and finally the paricharaka or uh, the family and friends at home or the nursing staff at uh, the hospital. Any of the limb doing wrong, one error there, so might miss the sweetness of the results, the phala of the treatment. So everything should be synced. This teamwork should be there. Physician is not everything. It is a teamwork. The physician gives very good instructions if the person doesn't follow. What might happen may lead to the complication. Very simple. So instructions like uh, while giving vasti, uh, the enema therapies, astapana vasti or the kashaya, the decoction enemas, there the person is instructed to take the enema on an empty stomach and in anvasana vasti where uh, the lipids or the medicated oil or ghee is used there the person has to take food and take the enema if these two things are done in erroneous way like the swap the instructions the person will definitely lead to uh, land up with complication and there is dhumapana that is medicated smoking indicated to be done after vamana after an therapy if it is not done the 
remnants of kapha even after vamana can cause trouble so like this we have so many instructions which need to be followed the diagnosis uh, and all those things are very very important before uh, planning a line of treatment so this is this comprehensiveness comes when we talk to the patient and reach to a diagnosis so the first thing is talk understand diagnose treat and follow very importantly all these things should go in a chronological way here since we are speaking about charaka and uh, these uh, things i want to uh, remember uh, one discussion which I, i had with my one of my close friends uh, dr abdul karim sir yesterday on phone while speaking about uh, because he was teaching charaka samhita so in the college so when i have certain doubts about certain references and anything quick reference or something i uh, give him a call so yesterday uh, while speaking about the complications which are mentioned in uh, in terms of vamana virechana and especially in siddhistana in relation to enemas uh, he said see these are not just uh, theory these are not just uh, what visual experiences there is a chance that charaka and students his students or the entire atre sampradaya they have not only uh, given these therapies to the patients but they have also taken all by themselves there is a possibility that acharya charaka himself has taken vasti and at some point the acharya charaka might have faced or one of his student might have faced these complications how does charaka know that these are the complications of of a vasti which has been given in a erroneous way in a wrong way how does charaka know who has told him that should come out of the practical experience no charaka should have either experienced the treatment or visualized the treatment many times before documentation before documentation many times the acharyas have seen wrong things that means to tell that nobody is perfect acharya charaka was not perfect sushruta was not perfect why did they write about complications and the remedies for complications because they did wrong things it is human to make errors they too did mistakes after doing mistakes they found the remedies for that and they have documented that that is helping us today in the clinical practice that's all so to not to make those mistakes again we need to know the logics and the principles of diagnosis and treatment very very accurately i found it very interesting discussion that yesterday with dr abdul karim sir so when he said why can't we think that the acharyas themselves have experienced or their students themselves or the patients whom they were seeing they were experiencing those symptoms they have visualized those things they thought our future generations should not suffer from these symptoms so what to do i have i, I have given vamana so the emesis but the person is undergoing purgation so that is not supposed to happen when we are giving emesis therapy the vamana should happen but uh, when you give that medicine the virechana is happening on the other side or the, nothing is happening so nothing is happening is ayoga more vomiting is happening happening is atyoga and when when you give emesis and when you have the patient is suffering from purgation that is still horrible it goes to nitya yoga and once you do that what to do you have created a complication who tells there is no complication every therapy every medicine might have a complication if given in a wrong way wrong methodology and wrong understanding if you get success even with that again etrucha by chance as dr hebar rightly pointed out that particular term so we should be very cautious in uh, the chikitsa chatushpada is the key understanding the disease is the key and then planning the treatment is the key that chronology has to be there we cannot cannot do trial and error methods and ayurveda also has remedies if you if i cannot diagnose if i cannot understand the disease then upashaya anupashaya method is there 
I will give something of a softer texture, the medicine or therapy to a patient and wait and watch what happens. If there is no result, I have plan B. If there is some aggressive result, I have plan B. So when, when I am not able to diagnose the disease properly, but I am very close to the diagnosis, I give something palliative so that to see the doshas or something is under control. If it clicks, I'll follow it the second time. If that also clicks, I'll follow it for the third time. Then that becomes a theory. When I do this in this particular condition, I'll get results. But when it fails, you'll start thinking. When the 10th time it fails, okay, okay, this also can happen. So then we will start exploring about the remedies for such conditions. To not do the error on the clinical table with the patient, because we are not we are dealing a life, we are not playing with the life, we don't have authority to play with the life. So proper diagnosis is the key always uh, for the uh, treatment. So the, for, for the proper and comprehensive treatment to be uh, given. So that is what uh, is the deeper meaning of that particular shloka we need to understand. Thank you, Dr. Bhai. Thank you, sir. Uh, Abdul Karim, sir, please. I want to be say that Karaksamita is not only a medicinal book, it's a scientific book, actually. As we say that it's a completely a scientific book. As I am going to teach Charaka as well as in a research, as going to be see that each and everything it has been done and written scientifically after doing practically. As Raghuram said, just said regarding this, this Nana. <laughs> and uh, in the group also, be one of the member has been posted regarding uh, Rutu Charya, Dinacharya, and all who are going to explaining that it has been found out diet regimen everything how scientifically they have been written how they have been studied and uh, regarding the clinicals uh, now uh, discussion is going on on that basis one quotation is there but exact shloka i don't know the meaning of shloka is saying that a physician who fails to enter the body of a physician with the lamp of knowledge and understanding can never treat disease he should first study all the factors including environment uh, which influence a patient's disease and then prescribe treatment it's more important to prevent the occurrence of disease than the take cure. This is one quotation beautifully has been told by Acharya Charaka here. Exactly, I do I'm not remembering the shloka that one and the reference. <laughs> and as come to the authors uh, regarding the book, as said, said that this chapter, the entire book is contents of 120 chapters, and it is clearly mentioned in that 12. Thousand shlokas also there in this chapter. And regarding Charaksamita, the one word, the wandering, we will, in uh, as a proverb, we will studying that Charatiti Charakaha. As like a wheel, how it moves from place to place, the meaning of Charaka is says that is as in a wandering, it is mentioned in even Google also. We are giving regarding the Charaka like that, regarding that, sir. And come to the Charaka's book and his uh, lifestyle. Means, just I want to tell about the Charaka's history here. As uh, Charaka belongs to 4th century BC, and uh, some of the references are staying, uh, telling regarding in Buddhist books and all by saying that he belongs to a Kashmir place. And he is uh, as a uh, royal physician of uh, Kanishka, King Kanishka in Kushan Empire. In, uh, I think so, in Kashmir it is there, sir, regarding Charaka. And uh, come to the, his book, entire book is a scientific book. Along with that, he given the examples. And one beautiful uh, word has been told, uh, Dr. Gurasar also be make remember that whatever written in this book, it is available in the all the other books. And then whatever it is not written in this book, that is we won't get anywhere. For this answer, Raghuram sir's one question is there when he started that, all the references for the medications, why it is not taking from the Charak Samhita. We are going to writing all the 
other uh, books only as this is the answer for that i think so because everything it is whatever the people's the references are taking from the other books it's taken from charaka samhita itself only so charaka is there always within all the books and the references we have maybe just is my uh, wording so i am to be say here and uh, regarding the charaka samhita uh, regarding the line of treatment as i said that quotation in that quotation i said that first we have to understand the body of any person influences everything if you read the charak samhita from the sutra sthana to siddhi sthana it indicating the same each and every steps it start with the sutra sthana the basics of all the parts he is going to be explained in the form of chatushkas chapter chatushkas has been made and one chap means around 30 chapters are divided into four four sectors chatushkas each chatushka is related with the next chatushka without first chatushka we can't able to understand the second chatushka like that the entire beginning of the human's life till the end of the treatment and disease and curative everything the basic uh, concepts regarding even panchakarma even medications ganas each and everything has been explained in sutra sthana next sthana is going to be mentioned about the nidana so after the understanding that one we should be able to understand the positive factors nidana sthana major eight diseases has been explained by charaka that is importance has been given the first eight diseases how it has been started then next come to the vimanasthana it's a completely a logical uh, section where uh, he is telling about the how research has been going to be expand even including punarjanma everything he has been covered if you understand that sector we can able to go further for the understanding uh, the charaksamitas next he will tell about the sharirasthana complete anatomy and physiology he has explained after that he comes to indriyasthana specifically see here the if the patient is coming who is bringing what is the surroundings what is the time of coming what may be the influences on them that you have to be check as an indriyasthana explaining that regarding that one after that one only indriyasthana uh, as a fifth uh, next it is a chikitsasthana after understanding all these five sthanas then only we have to study about the chikitsasthana after the chikitsasthana specifications he mentioned about the kalpasthana where the formulations how to be used how to be prepared how to be used as in a research because kalpasthana saying about 600 uh, vamaka and virachaka yogas msc and purgatives and he says that these are all the 600 examples for us where we can able to be make follow and according to the wish of a patient wish of a vaidya he can able to prepare and consume along with that uh, the pharmaceutical science completely explained in this chapter itself only how to make the formulation because ayurveda so many people will ask us generally regarding the your formulations are having any multi dimensional formulations always in modern we will see only 1 2 3 and how we can able to justify regarding that also we can able to get the references from the kalpasthana here after the kalpasthana the last is siddhasthana as already it is been dealt by ragram uh, sir has been explained how the side effects vapors what we have been explained regarding that and regarding the book literature and uh, regarding the conferences conducted in that chapter they have been clearly explained this is about a brief introduction i want to give regarding the charak samhita on the occasion of jayanti thank you for giving me an opportunity uh, thank you uh, abdul karim sir and uh, you know the, the discussion and the price for charaka is uh, endless and uh, his uh, this one i i remember an instance probably there's a very good uh, a very good event to uh, you know some some this class up and then move on 
that you know i i i just have forgotten the context of it all who who is who of it and probably this was told to us by dr ashok sir while taking the class on history in our first year bms that a bms doctor was conversing with an mbbs doctor and we always get asked by the mbbs doctor like how your ayurveda medicines act like in the for the most of the allopathic medicines there is pharmacology and this goes and this gets absorbed in particular particular area of the in in the particular area of digestive system and it goes to liver or it goes to particular organs so it gets converted into chemical a gets converted into chemical b which is the active form and so on and so forth is well established but how ayurveda medicines act for for that he tried uh, this bms doctor tried to explain that you know we also have this rasaguna vairavaka concept you know by the by the taste they not only mean the taste it also explains a bit of a pharmacology for example the sweet taste balances uh, vata dosha and promotes kapha dosha and it also balances pitta and so on and so forth then the doctor got the mbbs doctor got much more interest in the science and uh, he he demanded a textbook in which he can find more and that bms doctor gave this mbbs uh, physician the charak samhita very hesitantly because the concepts uh, we we sometimes are uh, we i were the doctors ourselves are a little underconfident to explain our own shastras uh, even to the to the world so he went went back and read uh, read a few chapters two or three chapters in a week and he came back and that mbbs doctor exclaimed that you know thousands of years before without much technology etc they have written this charak samhita with such an elaborate in a such a, an elaborate and scientific manner probably it is one of the gifts gifts of the mankind that acharya charaka has given to uh, all of us so th- this was the exclamation exclamatory sentences that that doctor told and so i i see that you know many non ayurveda people also are interested in ayurveda so they study this home remedies book or they watch a lot of home remedies nowadays lot of these uh, herbal gurus have come that you know use use this medicine and get rid of diabetes or use that medicine and get rid of cancer so so much of uh, uh, misinformation uh, are there in the in, in the world so rather than going going behind those gurus and all take your time learn ayurveda from the basics read astangradaya or read even charak samhita probably you should read charak samhita because uh, we are in the corner of charak charak jayanti so take by charak samhita and start reading it you may not understand fully then you know go to web and uh, go to different websites go to easyazar.com and explore more or ask us questions coming to these sessions and all and then then you start learning step by step and as with any philosophical or spiritual books of hinduism even charak samhita is also similar in way that you know more you read more you understand more different angles you can uh, explore and more ways you can understand so with that let's end this session here i thank all the participants for patient listening thank you all namaste